0: That's really good fanfare from you, honestly. Wow. Yeah. So am I supposed to take it as a
1: compliment? It is a compliment.
0: (laughs) Fanfare is a good thing. It's something that you use to celebrate the arrival of something.
1: Right, right, right. But you implying that this was good for me seems like I don't normally act like this. You don't. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) When's the last time you gave me fanfare? Bum (laughs) bum. The spear goblin, z- the spear goblins, <laughs> the spe- <laughs> spear goblin. Ah, z- <laughs> z- 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 z-
1: anyway, well, and as we get closer to the hour, two, good thing one of those. I'm listening nope. to you. No, nope. I'm listening Let to you. You're finish. wasting
0: time. You're wasting time. Mega deck, dragon
1: hut, and elixir capture. Hunt, so, hunt, hunt. What did I say? You said hut. <laughs>
0: uh, oh. Dragons don't belong in huts, Joe. to Cast Royale, the Clash Royale podcast for casual players. I'm Rob. And I'm
1: Joe. And this week we talk about the update, we talk about our weeks in the arena, and we talk about a deck
0: that you're gonna love. Bada bada. Boom. Boom! And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, CLNSmedia.com, or wherever you get your podcasts, we hope you enjoy the show. Episode 82. Three, baby, let's go! Yeah, dude, we're here, we're excited, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about, and more than likely, this episode's not gonna be as long as the last one. Probably. Maybe. Right? I mean... That was a long episode. That was a long episode, but it was fantastic. can I
1: can't say, I, that was probably one of the more fun episodes, not like just, you know, talking to you is not fun, Rob, but... Right. Because it is. You're a really fun person, but... Good save. Ash? Ash was... Ash was a little bit more interesting than you, man. I mean, Ash is more interesting than most people. I would agree. I would yeah. agree with that. His story was really cool. His insight was enlightening. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy listening to him and talking to him and, and asking him a ton of questions.
0: I know. Me too. Um, so, you want to just get into it? I feel like we need to get into it. That's exactly what I want to do. Exactly. So, how was your week in the arena?
1: Week in the arena has been good, man. I am currently sitting at 4,600 trophies. I'm hovering. I'm not winning. I'm not really losing. I'm just kind of like hovering. I'm
0: playing like every now and again, you know? Oh, I know. I'm in the same boat.
1: Yeah, like I'm playing every now and again. Like I'm not playing like as hardcore as I just like was, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a month ago. Right. But I'm I'm enjoying when I'm playing. You know, it's okay. like more selective games, but I'm having fun while doing it. I'm still using Pompeo's Papaya, the balloon cycle deck. I'm still loving it. The clan is currently sitting at 7,111 trophies. Wee! Nice job. And, dude, the mm. trophy road. Mm-hmm. When I opened up the game after <laughs> the update came out, I was like, I, I, it, I felt like Oprah was like standing next to me. Oh yeah,
0: you get a car, and you get, get a car, car, and you get a, get a car. chest, and you get some gems. <laughs> And you get to open up this legendary Or it didn't it like uh Vegas Vacation. I think we've talked about it on the show before. I put a quarter in, I want a car, I put a quarter in, I want a car, I put a That's quarter in right. I want a car.
1: <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was kinda like this sounds like, you know, a problem, but it wasn't a problem. It was like kinda like annoying having to like go like one by one by one by one by one by
0: one by one, you know, right. in terms of the reward system. But it was really cool to do it. No, I, ha- I had a great time. And we'll get to it when we actually cover the update. But th- it, it was a good time. And I know a lot of people were reaching out to us to see if we were going to open all of those uh, chests on the show. That literally would have taken an entire episode.
1: I agree. If we yeah.
0: wanted to make this episode as long as last episode, easily could have done that. But yeah. pretty
1: sure, unnecessary.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Plus, I didn't want to wait to open all those. Like, Come on.
0: I agree with you. Why would we wait? Yeah, right. It's too exciting. That was our moment. (laughs) That was our moment, Rob. (laughs) And we had it. We We had it. We did it. Yeah, we did. So how was your week in the arena, big bro? Uh, Pretty good. I actually started pushing the trophy road a little bit uh, because there were some good rewards to take advantage of. But more importantly, I started playing the Mortar Mauler deck again. Yeah? Yeah, because it's the only deck I have high enough card levels to get to my current trophy count, which is... Forty six hundred trophies. So you were getting tired of the Big Mama Pekka deck? No, I'm not tired of it. I have it. Um, I still use it. I throw it on the ladder every once in a while. But like, you just couldn't push with it, right? So, you couldn't push the trophy road with it. So you're back in your element, Rob. <laughs> I'm. I am picking up what you were throwing down. Good. I'm. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you understand me. There's this brother wavelength going on between the two of us right now.
1: Yeah, it's called you know, FaceTime.
0: Right. Uh, I also got the most amount of legendaries I think I've ever received in my career of Clash Royale. Tell me. I got, this is a quarter I put, I won a car. Are you ready? I got a bandit, a log, an ice wizard, a magic archer, and the graveyard. You know, (laughs) I don't even know, you know, I don't even know what to say
1: from all this, but what I did notice is that none of those were a minor. Like, in my mind, when I hear Legendary, the only thing that I want to see is a Miner, or hear is a Miner,
0: and I just didn't get it. I should have just told you that I got a Miner. If, uh, well. I mean, you wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have. But what you should be really excited about is the fact that I got another log. You did get another log. I and never get logs. And if you in the Lord Mauler again, this is yeah. like, this is meant to be. I know. I never get logs, so it's kind of exciting. Yeah. I also unlocked the Earthquake. You did. Did you unlock it from the challenge? Uh, no, not yet. Me neither. Actually, as the day of recording, I am going to play it now. Good. It's really funny that I wasn't able to unlock it in the challenge, and then when I lost, I wasn't paying 100 gems to retry it. Right. Because. Uh, and... I wound up unlocking it from the trophy road, so I got. I like how like, you were just like because, and like most people would be like because blah 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 blah, but no. you were just like because. Period. Yeah, because because reasons. I don't I don't need anything else other than it's a hundred gems. That was too much for a rare card. Yeah, it's a cool r- rare card, but I know, and I get that there's a there's there were a lot of rewards, but like I still firmly believe that there should be two different versions of the same challenge. Well, they've done something similar, like they've done that
1: before, mm. where it was like a ten a ten you know, gem challenge and then a hundred gem challenge and the 10 gem challenge, it was like, you know, six wins or whatever, mostly easier games and you could get the card. But when you unlocked it, you only got like, you know, two of them, right? right. Or whatever it was. You just literally unlocked the card. Um, but you know, if so facto it didn't happen, man.
0: I mean, I guess for this, it really doesn't matter too much because when the card came out, the challenge came out and I was able to unlock it through the trophy road. So I got it without even getting it through the challenge. So it doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah. And that's how I got mine too. So. Mm
0: hmm. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, the clan is at 7,796 trophies. You know what they call that dude? Baller. (laughs)
1: Well, well, yeah, it's better than anything I was just going to say. So (laughs) nice. (laughs) Baller. Yeah, it is baller. It is baller. You guys are moving and grooving. You were hipping and hopping, dude. You were high flying and you were limousine riding. Baby, let's go.
0: We certainly are. I think, li- I think limousine riding would be when we hit 7,800. And I- honestly, unless we get- I And mean, you're four trophies away. Right. So really, we just need to get first or second. So make it happen. Would we get it if we got third? No. We- you lose trophies at third, right? Right. So stupid. I hate that.
1: Yeah, me too. But
0: I mean, hey, you just gotta be like Nike. Just do it? Just do it. What about the Energizer Bunny? Just keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah, but right now you're just trying to get to 7800, so just do it. Valid point. Every step in front of the other, Rob. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, good. You, uh, you're like my own personal living, breathing fortune cookie. That's what me? you are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's a compliment, and I don't want to hear anything about it. Tell me what, like, the, what's the
1: number one thing you've gotten from me. What, what's like the number one fortune you've got from me? Are you serious? Yeah, what? Boom. Boom. Yeah. It's my that's fortune, the fortune for everything. Yeah. Boom is the fortune. Imagine if
0: you opened up a fortune cookie and it just said boom, I would be really happy. We would we we could quit our day jobs cuz that's a sign. That is a sign. I don't know what the sign is for, but but it's one. It's a good message. Right. Right. So, You want to go into the update? Because we do have a lot to cover. Oh, we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to call out the fact that we were we're a couple of weeks off from the balance changes, right? So we normally would be doing a boom and remove it section on that stuff, but it's a little removed from when it first came out. So we just want to say that we love the balance changes. Most of them were pretty good. Um, And that's really all we need to say about it, I think. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. So the April update, and we've been kind of talking about the biggest part of the update, which is the Trophy Road. So you want to kind of walk us through what that actually means? Yeah, so the cool thing about the Trophy Road is that it's a whole different concept to ladder, right? Mm -hmm.
1: And if you remember, one of the biggest things with ladder that people had a problem with was the fact that, one, it feels like a grind, a constant grind where there's really nothing that you're getting out of it. And two, trophy death spirals that take you from your tippy top of where you've ever been before Mm -hmm. all the way back down to where you started. Right. Like it seems like trophy death spirals just bring you back to like the bottom of wherever you started, maybe after a three hour day or four hour day of playing. And it just stinks, you know? Mm -hmm. So they updated the the ladder system and how it works. is It's more like a road where as you get to higher trophy counts, you get rewards and you get to collect them as you kind of go through different arenas. And it's not like, oh, once you get to an arena, you get a whole bunch of rewards. Instead, it's like the journey throughout arena to arena. So, you know, between the third and fourth arena, there's going to be like three or four different rewards that you can get. And these rewards can be anything from gems to gold to chests to stacks of cards to
0: tokens. And get this, dude, even emotes. And the emotes are pretty cool. Gotta say. The emotes are pretty cool. I was kind of surprised, though, that they gave everyone the hands in the air knight again. I don't know why I thought the same thing. And I was just like, wait, how did I get
1: this one? I forgot how I got it. And I was like, did I pay for this one? Or cause like if I had to pay for it and then other people, everybody else just kind of, kind of got it for free. I was like, Hmm,
0: that's a little weird, right? I don't know. I don't remember now. I don't remember. Didn't it come out with the, uh, CRL stuff? Maybe. Oh, maybe like the cheers. Like maybe it was from yeah, when you when got we the, were watching you got the finger, YouTube, right? Then. The giant finger. Yeah, was it like we were watching YouTube? Was that what it's from? I thought so. I don't know. We're, we're probably going to get corrected on this. It doesn't matter. We, we've already received this, so it's interesting that we got it again. But whatever. I mean, at least we did get a new one. The, the, the new king, or the, what is it? The royal ghost? I don't know what it is. It's so cool. It is so cool. I love the color on it. I love the concept on it. It's fantastic. It's a royal ghost, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he was a king at one point, I guess. Right. Well, now he's dead, so. So I'm not wrong, but I'm also not right.
1: Yes, Rob. Yes. Okay. So anyway, like I said, one of the worst things about the ladder is the trophy death spirals. Mm -hmm. So with this trophy road, they implemented something that would actually help, like I said, the worst thing about ladder. And to do this, they implemented something called a trophy gate. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. So what's a trophy gate, you might be asking? Well, simple. A trophy gate is implemented once you get to a specific arena. And it doesn't allow you to drop down to a lower arena. So, for example, once you hit 4,000 trophies, you will never drop below the legendary arena's trophy gate of 4,000 trophies. But you can drop through league rankings. Right. Which makes sense. And that does make sense, right? So, for example, if you're in the legendary arena... And you're climbing the ladder and you're mm-hmm. hipping and hopping, right? And you're moving and grooving. <laughs> moving and grooving. And you're getting to like the challenger status and challenger one and challenger two and challenger three, right? All right. These, different, these different leagues that you're getting to. It doesn't protect you from that, right? So like if, if you get lucky enough or you're skilled enough to get like the blue potion badge, mm-hmm. well, if you lose 15 games, sorry, Charlie. <laughs> you're you're no longer a blue po-
0: potion man anymore. You're no you're no longer welcome at the chocolate factory. Yes,
1: right. That's right. <laughs> now, if you continue to lose, you'll keep going down the ranks. You'll keep going down the leagues. But right. you will still be in the legendary arena. Right, which is amazing. Which is amazing, and that really means that you have the ability now to just play random decks on ladder, especially if you're not like a super competitive person and you don't care about having like, f- you know, 5500 trophies, like who cares about that? But if you're on the cusp and you're at like 4100 or 4200 or 4300, if you, you know, play a new deck that doesn't have high level cards and you just kind of want to test it out, have no fear. You're not going to lose more than, you know, the trophies that get you to 4,000 anyway. So have fun, experiment, play some decks that you think you
0: might like. Yeah. So the nice thing about all of this is that once you get reset back down to whatever you would reset to at the end of each season, it resets the the rewards that you can get. So it's really good for end gamers, right? Like people who are constantly grinding the top of the ladder. You can constantly work on getting new rewards, which I think is, that's such a good change.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And again, right, it's because it just felt like a grind that you were, it was a grind to where? It was like a grind to nowhere. Right? It was. Um, and, I, and I really like this. One, one change that I found questionable, but I, I think I get it, is that they removed the season-end league draft chest um and instead like you said rob you kind of get the rewards as you climb up the ladder and upon reset you have the ability to redo it right and kind of get those rewards again but just different versions of the rewards um i kind of like the season end draft chest, to be honest with you um but you know i'm hoping uh, that these rewards kind of supplement it and actually Mm -hmm. make up for it and kind of go beyond it so if that's the case i like it and truthfully I do think that waiting until the end of season, like one thing I like about this change is that previously you had to wait until the very end of the season. You had to kind of go a full month or whatever it was until you can get any sort of reward, right? Right. Well, now it's not like that. Now it's like you get rewarded in real time right. as you play, as you're doing it. It's, it's much more, um, rewarding, interactive,
0: <laughs> right? It's more rewarding is a better word, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I actually really like, because we keep talking about how they were working on fixing the whole trophy death spiral thing. Now, when you win a game, you win typically the amount of trophies you would have normally won, which is anywhere between what, like 28 and 32 trophies, something like that. Now, when you lose though, instead of losing roughly about the same amount, you typically, at least from what I've seen, you lose about half.
1: Yeah, you know, that's funny. I I actually noticed that too, because... I actually lost a game against a guy that I had more trophies than, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I had more trophies than this guy. And normally, when I, when that would happen, I would lose, like, 33 trophies or, like, 32 trophies. Right. I only lost 19 on the time that I just saw it.
0: So nice, right?
1: Yeah. And again, right, it's like, you know, whatever. It's, you know, 14 trophies. But, dude, 14 trophies is a lot. It's, it's like a half a game. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about this new progression system is it should really almost always feel like you're moving upwards right like two steps forward and one step back whereas opposed to the previous system was one giant step forward and then one giant step back which that's so frustrating to deal with all the time right and even if you're winning
1: 50% of your games you're still increasing just at a slower rate right like even if you win one lose one win one lose one win one lose one you're not at a point where you just were you know an hour ago instead you're maybe a little bit further ahead you know maybe you're like 34 trophies or 50 trophies ahead, but you know, small climbs like that help you keep climbing up the trophy road, right? And getting those those
0: rewards and keeping on keeping on. Totally agree. Um, and then also, one of the things that we didn't really touch on yet is the fact that when you get to a new arena, you unlock a 24-hour chest boost. Which I think is such a clever, clever idea. Oh, man. It's so smart. And it, it like... I don't know. It, it makes me want to play more once I get to that spot, right? Cause I now have to take advantage of the fact that I only have 24 hours to do it. And plus on top of that, once you get to a new arena, uh, you have like a certain amount of like a, a trophy leeway, I'll say before the next part of the trophy road begins. And I don't remember how many trophies you need to get before you start doing the whole road thing again. But like you essentially have some trophies to play around with to get chests to abuse the fact that you have 24 hours to unlock them fast.
1: Agreed. And you want to know what else I like about this thing, dude? Hmm. You can see your friend's positions on
0: the side. Oh, see, I love that too, but also it's mildly frustrating. And I'll explain no, why. after you, Yeah, no, it is. I'll explain why after you tell me why you love it so much. Because I'll agree with you. I do love it. I just
1: think that it's a good system to be able to see. Like, you can very easily see where your friends are on the thing. Totally agree. And you can be like, oh, like, oh, Joe's doing a little worse today, or oh, Joe's doing a little, you know, better today, or, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, it just makes it more obvious as to where people are as opposed to, like, having to go to the friend screen and scroll through the list and see where someone is and see what trophies they're at, right? Couldn't agree with you more. So tell me, Rob,
0: what do you dislike? Do you want to know what my butt is? Tell me. My butt is... The fact that you don't know who each person is until you tap on those things. I have like 150 friends, man. I don't know where you are on that list. Couldn't tell you. Well, Rob, you should memorize my trophy count. No. So what what, what's, what winds up happening is I have to actually go into my friends list. I have to see what your trophy count is. I then have to go back into the trophy road to see where you could be on that list and then figure out a way to use my, you know, bear-sized thumb to tap on the name or just the, the the tag that you're at. I wish I could tap a friend, turn them on, and leave them on. Does that make sense? Like, you tap on the profile picture thing, and it brings up who that person is, and it just leaves that on. So that way, you're always tagged on the ladder with me.
1: You know, I get it. Like, if if, if you toggle me on it should stay on then as i scroll through next time or this time or anytime it's always there like they i get know. it like right now i just see a bunch of like people you know pro like empty profile pages right or empty profile icons like i have to right. click it to see who's the name and then and then it stays there obviously mm-hmm. um but you're right. It'd be like a shot in the dark trying to find someone.
0: Right. That's literally my only complaint. I did not mean to make it sound like I was being negative about the feature. I love the feature. I think having that friendly competition while you're constantly playing is amazing. It's just really aggravating when I do want to find a handful of people and I don't know where they are. I, I'm, I'm literally just picking random people and hoping that I land on the right one. Just remember, Rob, this mm. is V1. It is V1. You're right. You are right, my friend. Uh, and then we also got the new card, which we talked about previously, but it's the Earthquake card. It's a three elixir cost rare spell. It deals damage per second, but only does full damage to the Crown Tower while also doing 400% damage to all other buildings. What do you think? I love it.
1: Do you? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Like. I'm not a like I know you and I played siege right for the longest time right mm-hmm. the mortar mauler but once you get away from siege decks siege decks become really frustrating to play against
0: agreed totally right. agree
1: um and I I think this is a good thing for the game because this specific type of spell will really I think hurt the expo and uh mortar type meta mm-hmm. which Truthfully, that, like, mortar bait-style play is just infuriating. It is. And a lot of those cards are ground troops. So if you can kind of couple that with the mortar, they get wrecked. The only, I think the only thing in that deck that's air is bats. So... Right. Um, you know, we didn't point out yet that the earthquake just, you know, it does all this damage, right? Um, it does damage to ground troops, slows down ground troops, does 100% damage to all other buildings... And towers, you know, crown towers, just normal damage. But it does not uh, impact air. It doesn't affect air. doesn't damage air.
0: doesn't slow air. doesn't do anything to air. Right, because didn't you know it's not called the Airquake? Right. <laughs> right, Rob. It's called the <laughs> Earthquake. Uh, I, they sprinkled little things throughout the, the update like that, and I, I laugh every time I read them.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I, I think this card is really interesting. I think it's really clever. I think ultimately it will help the meta. I think it'll shift the meta tremendously. And um, I truly believe that this is like a a big, big old fat W for beatdown decks, man. I really do. Um, Because beatdown thrives when there's no buildings to get in its way. And if this thing is a three cost card that gets buildings out of its way,
0: game on. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what happens with the meta because of this card. I actually I actually really like it and I do think it's interesting that it also slows down troops that are on the ground. I agree. Which means it's taking over what the poison used to do. Right. So that's kinda dope. Dopey McDoperstein, right? Dopey Rob. McJoe. Okay. So wow. we we <laughs> we also got uh, new game modes. Finally. I know. I just wish we could play them already. Right.
1: Well,
0: beggars can't be choosers, Rob.
1: You gotta have something. Gotta you gotta have something to look forward to, man. Otherwise, like it, it just kind of comes out like they did with Touchdown, and then it goes away, and then people are like, "Oh my gosh, this update was just like uh, swinging a miss." <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. People people do say that. I just I just get excited. I get so excited that I just wish that I could have played any of these game modes, which we'll talk about, uh, in friendly matches when it first came out.
1: Uh, that I agree with 100%. Right? That way you can kind of like get familiar with it yeah. and kind of get the kinks out.
0: Totally and not agree. waste a chance on, you know, your free shot when you have to eventually lose and pay gems.
1: Totally agree. But yeah, the, the new game modes are called Mega Deck, Dragon Hunt, and Elixir Capture. Mmm. So the long and short of them, and I think what Rob and I are going to do right now is just say literally the long and short of them, because I think what we'll do is describe them in more detail when they come out for the first time. Right. So, mega deck, you get to build a deck of 18 cards. Think of all the different types of combinations and decks. You can, you can have a beatdown style deck and a bait deck in the same deck.
0: And a siege deck. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. What, what's ridiculous about this game mode is the fact that you cannot plan for what is coming. Because it could be everything. It, li- it literally could be everything. It could be anything. So this totally, literally, totally changes the game.
1: And I really like this. I'm excited for it. I think that the, the style of, of meta, the style of deck, the types of things you'll see that are successful, you know, mm-hmm. are going to be really interesting to see. So once it comes out, we'll talk about strategies and kind of what it is and all the fun stuff. But I'm I'm excited for this mode more than
0: any other. Me too. And the next one would be Dragon Hunt, which is actually waiting for us to start uh, in a couple hours. So um, that is where players will hunt an elixir egg, and the first to destroy it spawns a dragon on their side. And it's a random dragon, because there's three dragons now. Inferno, Electric, and... Baby! Electro. Eh. Flame. Fire, flames, ice. Come on, it's all the same. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Joe and Ja. Well, Mm.
1: that's a little different.
0: A little different, yeah. Rob and Rube. Well, Is that the same? I don't think so. Okay.
1: Anyway, (laughs) the third game mode is called Elixir Capture, and this one's really cool because I guess it's kind of similar to the Dragon Hunt, right, where there's something in the middle of the arena, Mm -hmm. but the players are not battling for killing something to then break open an egg and get a card, right? But instead you get to break something open and get elixir
0: from it so that you can defeat
1: your opponent with it.
0: Yeah, this is cool. Because you're, you're essentially just battling it out in the center of the arena or across the bridges so that way you can kind of take over your opponent a little bit and gain an elixir advantage.
1: Well, that's right. This would clearly work really well with beatdown style decks, but there's a strategy to this, man. And we'll talk about it, I guess, once you know we see it come out and we see how it all plays out. But if someone's trying to take advantage of the elixir capture like the middle elixir thing Mm -hmm. and they drop elixir in like the middle of the arena by the bridge or they go on one side you can just take advantage of that like if you've got like a uh, a cycle deck like a hog cycle deck or some sort of you know a giant cycle deck you can just drop a giant or a hog on the opposite side on the (laughs) opposite lane and just go Right? Like they're spending their time trying to get elixir, and you're like, I've got your tower, bro. Yeah,
0: dude. You're literally like, you're sniping, right? Like, you're sniping. You're, your job is to get the elixir, but then if you do happen to make it to the tower, how are they going to handle both sides? It's not possible. Speaking my language, Rob. I know. Well, it is English. So, right. So,
1: out of those three, Megadeck is by far my favorite. I think, Rob, yours is too. I'd agree with that. We're excited to see when they come out. Really how they work, what's the style, what's the strategy. We'll talk about each of them in more detail, but that's the gist of it. But,
0: kind of cool. New prestige levels. Can I ask you a question about this? What? When did we start calling them prestige levels? I thought they were star levels. I thought they were star levels too. Yeah. Did we just magically change them to prestige? I like prestige better. Yeah, I do too. Um... And did you, like, out of this list, like, I'll
1: just list them, right? There's the Rocket, the Goblin Hut, the Knight, the Balloon, the Zappies, blah, 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 (laughs) blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. You're not going to list the other... You're going to make everyone mad that likes the other four cards. The Skeleton Army, the Barbarian Hut, the Skeleton Barrel, and the Magic Archer. Great. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. That that was from me. Now that we've gone through those, (laughs) none of these, okay? Yeah. None of them compare to the Rocket. None of them. The skin that they put on the Rocket... Is like mahogany wood. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a beautiful finish, a high quality diamond. Hmm. Right. It's like a computer that doesn't lag when you play Fortnite. Oh, okay. It's like a car that you just get washed and has a nice
0: tire shine on it. Not the car itself, just the tire shine. Right. 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 Okay.
1: It's all of those things combined. Combined. It's a goblin riding on a rocket like he's catching a taxi, dude. I totally agree. It's fantastic. That's exactly what's happening. It's exactly what's happening. He's like, oh, I'm taking a trip to Kamikaze Lane.
0: Without a doubt, it's my favorite one. And that's actually part of the reason why I switched back to using the Mortar Mauler deck. Because at some point, I may be able to get this rocket. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I kind of wish it yelled something. (laughs) It's like the goblin needs to be screaming. Right. Kind of like the Hog Rider would. Yeah. Almost exactly like that. Just more goblin-y. Right. Okay, what's next? Oh, and you know, you know what else they changed? They actually uh, did the thing that we wanted them to do. They combined all the events and put them into one tab called the events tab. Finally. The global tourney is now in the appropriate tab, and it makes perfect sense now. It, d- it does make perfect sense. It makes yeah. me feel better about it. I know. I actually, uh, that's actually one of the greatest quality of life improvements in the game, in my opinion. Doesn't clutter the... the- Battle
1: screen, like the normal battle screen. They've also kind of moved around the battle screen. They've made that a little bit more streamlined. It's a little bit harder to kind of get to a few things like TV Royale and stuff, but leaderboards. But honestly, I don't care because, like, what if their plan right now is to put that stuff away, right? Right. Which people
0: complain about. Which you'll always get people that complain.
1: But maybe they're putting it away because they have other ideas for what can kind of go there.
0: Oh, that's exactly what's happening. Um, and I just I have to say to the Clash Royale team. The new battle screen is beautiful. It the is way beautiful. that you guys changed the, the I don't know what it is but the transparency behind all of the chests, it looks like it looks like a car that just got <laughs> washed with a tire shine. I was going to I was going to say frosted glass. It like it, it it's a noticeable change uh and and the the organization of the screen is is astronomically better like you said. Um I love the new loading screen. I was just going to say that. The new loading screen, dope. Yeah. Dopey McDoberstein. Yeah. The new loading screen is great. Um, did you realize that they changed the clone's radius? I did because the clone was a little bit overpowered. It seemed to be everywhere along with the Lava Hound. So, you know, what are they going to do? I guess reduce it.
1: Nerf it.
0: Interesting that that made it into the balance update after the balance update. Sometimes you got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet, Rob. They do say that. So, there were a handful of other quality of life improvements, but two of the bigger ones that we care about the most would be they added a live notification to News Royale so you can watch live streams as they happen, which is phenomenal, because you never know when that's actually going to happen. Agreed. Right? Uh, And then something that you and I have been asking for since the inception of Cast Royale 1 and 2 as clans, we finally received... The last online status for clan members. I love this. It's unbelievable that it took three years to get, but I will take it with open arms, and I'm so excited about it. It's super helpful,
1: allows clan leaders and just, you know, clan members, just some versatility, right? Just being able to, like, look at different factors to be able to see how active someone is or how someone, you know, how active someone isn't. Right. Um, (laughs) Previously, the only thing you could have used was just donations, and that's what we used. And donations aren't really the best gauge. Uh, Then you try and like loop in donations and clan wars. Well, that's also difficult because like sometimes people just can't commit to clan wars. Right.
0: But like, what if someone just hasn't played for, you know, 10 days? Well, now I know. (laughs) Right. That's an actual, physical, tangible thing that we can see and and do something about. So uh, I bring that up specifically because this may actually change the way that we handle our refreshes moving forward.
1: Yep. So we're thinking about it and we will let the community know when we figure it out.
0: Yep. When we know, you'll know. and that's it for what was probably my favorite update to date it's up there man right i think it's it's easily top two
1: yeah no this is this is the quality of life update that i think sets them up for better longevity
0: in the game i agree with you because even though the trophy road was a huge feature it was also a quality of life feature
1: it needed to be yeah that's how you keep the use and eyes of the world playing this game. Right. That's how you keep players that are lower than us that are, you know, lower on the trophy road than us playing this game. That's how you get new people who feel like they're so far behind on the ridiculous road it takes to get to max accounts or even max decks. Right. Right. Um, they get a little extra now, which I think will help keep the game chugging along. Like a train. Choo,
0: choo, choo, choo. Boom. Boom. All right. So, Let's move on to our meta check. Meta check. That's right, man. Our friend, our boy, Sir Devin, Lord Christmas comes to us with another meta check because last episode we could not get it in. This time, we got some updates. Joe, what does Devin have to say?
1: Yeah, man. So our boy, Lord Christmas, Sir Devin, hit us with the numbers, and here's what they say. Rob, it's only day one, but the earthquake has already found its way into the tippy top of the ladder. Use rate isn't so high, only 2%, but it's gonna be interesting to see how this card fits in with unique characteristics into very niche decks and see how it either dominates or doesn't. I know, I'm very excited about it. Next up is the Baby Dragon. The Baby Dragon's grip may finally be slipping. Ooh, Seeing its use rate go down from a meta-leading 44% last period Down, to get this, 30% in the current period. Now, 30% may seem like a lot, but a third percent decrease is huge. I know. And it's still a strong showing, but it's just nowhere near what it was in the last couple of weeks. That's true, but 30%, like you said, is still pretty strong. It is. Next up is the Barbarians. And Devin says maybe the buff to the Barbarians is working out. The Barbarians check in this week with an 8% use rate four appearances. Not too high, but considering that they had a total of 11 appearances in the meta check over the entire last year, things may be changing for the better for these guys. Mm, That's a good point. Or people are
0: just experimenting and just seeing if it actually is better. We'll never know until next week. Right. So does Devin have anything else for us? He does. And this one's the final one.
1: This week's top performer is the Mega Minion. Get this, with a use rate of 50%, followed by the Barbarian Barrel and the Fireball at around 40% each. The Fireball is the biggest surprise here, considering its usage usually hovers around 20% each period. It's a four-cost alternative to the Poison, which checks in this week at 18%, Okay, less than half of the Fireball's use rate. Those are some impressive cards on the top. They are some impressive cards, but... They are the cards. Right. And so if you are looking for the cards that'll take you to the tippy top of the ladder like the pros, listen to Devin, man. You got the Mega Minion, you got the Barbarian Barrel, the Barbarians, the Fireballs. And even though he's sinking a little bit, Baby D is still strong. Right. So that's not everything. As always, we will include the Meta Check numbers in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. And if you have any questions, let us know, and we will try to respond. Abada.
0: Abada. Boom. Ooh, I I like the uh abata. The abata abata. Wow. Well, this I'm is the gonna evolution sp- of bada. bada. going
1: to spice things up a little bit, right? This
0: is pretty good. I like it. I'm gonna try it next time. Nice. Yeah. Uh so although we didn't save our trophy road chests, we do have some chests to open. Yeah, we do. How many you got? Two. Two what? Big dogs. Wow. I have two big dogs too, but also a crown, so I guess I'm going first. Strategy, baby. That's the way it works. All right. So, crown chest. Here we go. 1,067 gold. Four gems. Four. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So, this is going to kind of be boring, because a lot of my stacks are full. So, 25 goblin gang on a full stack, so I got gold. 36 barbarians. Nice. It's pretty good. Ooh. A mirror. They're good in draft challenges. They are good in draft challenges. And 13 dark goblins. Love dark goblins. My little green friend. Didgeridoo. The didgeridoo. You're right. When we didn't know what that was. Right. It's my turn? It is your turn. So I've got a giant chest. Ooh, nice. <laughs>
1: Two thousand nine hundred and sixty-one gold. So good. One cannon cart. All right. Twenty-five barbarian huts. Really? Yeah. Uh. Two hundred and sixty-two. Goblin gang. Ah, uh, okay. I love that card. Me too. And last but certainly not least, forty-one royal hogs. Ooh. They are oinking on out.
0: They are. They pair really well with a Mega Knight. Um, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I used a Mega Knight uh, Hog deck a couple games ago. It's tons of fun. It's the only reason why I thought about it. So I see your giant chest, and I match you a giant chest. Nice. Yeah. Two thousand nine hundred and sixty-one gold. Wow. Same number. Exact same number. One bowler. Unique. Very. 111 Minion Horde. Okay. Ugh, 151 cannons, which, whatever. Yeah, those die to earthquakes. Yeah, you know what else dies to earthquakes? Barbarian huts. Right. <laughs> right, for much, much more cost. <laughs> right. Uh, and last but certainly not least, 66 Fireballs. Fireball. That was good. I mean, it's as good as it's gonna be, so. We should call a pitbull and tell him. We should tell him. That we're ready to bring the boom.
1: Bring the boom. <laughs> Alright, I'm up. Ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. So I see your giant chest and I m- raise you <laughs> to a magical chest. You really did throw me off. I was trying hard. 1,504 gold Nice 3 of Ash's favorite card, <sighs> Elite Barbarians Ooh, the E-Barbs 5 Spear Goblins 9 Rascals <laughs> Okay 48 Cannons that died Earthquake Oh, <sighs> come on Wow, really? 19 more Royal Hogs Hey, good 9 Ready? Ready baby dragons
0: and i can level her up to level 12 now nice you better do that before you forget (laughs) oh i'm gonna do it i always forget what cards i really want to (gasps) upgrade get out of here
1: the mega knight Knight! (laughs) and we just said the royal hogs pair well with the freaking mega knight what how does that happen I don't know, but I feel like you were just predicting something. I'm like Tyrion Lannister. I know things. You know what's in my chest. So now I'm going to predict in your next chest... Yep. A minor. A minor. You don't know what kind of chest I have. Doesn't matter what kind of chest. I mean,
0: it kind of does.
1: Nope. There's a minor coming out of it.
0: Okay. So if I told you that my goal this week was to get... 4,600 trophies so that way I could open up the legendary chest from Trophy Road, what would you say? No way. Yeah, because I'm, the, I'm, I'm a G and I did that for you and I did that for the listeners. See? So it could possibly be a minor. It could very well be the minor. I'm just shocked that you decided to call a, a legendary. So, we're opening up two legendaries on the show.
1: Back in the day, this would be called the showstopper.
0: This would be called the showstopper. Alright, so you're you're sticking with your, your bet of the minor.
1: Well, I have a secondary option, but I'm not gonna say it. So. What? No, I'm not gonna say it. Ah, oh, you're killing me. All right. I don't want to be that guy
0: that's just like, ah, oh, it could be this and it could be that. And I go, I told you so. I want you to tell me if what you had as the second guess was right, though. I don't lie to me. I will not do lie. Do not lie to me. I won't lie. All right. You ready? I'm, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let's do it. Legendary chest from Trophy Road. <laughs> Spinning. 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 Get out of here. The Mega Knight. No
1: way. Boo! I can safely say that was not my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my second guess.
0: Wait. Does that automatically end the show? We opened up the same Legendary. I don't think that's ever happened. That has never happened. We can't end the show. Nah, we're almost done. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta finish it off strong. We did that once. We can't do it again. It's not, it's not as entertaining the second time around. I agree. So, wow, I can't believe that just happened. It happened, man. It's still unbelievable. Good job. You good job. And I know you really worked really hard on that. Well, you know, it takes a lot of effort to open chests or not open them. You're right, it does. A lot of, a lot of uh, finger exercising. A thumb workout, if you will. Right. Right. So... Let's move on to our deck spotlight. Deck spotlight. And this deck is called Order in Chaos. And it's a 3.1 average elixir cost deck that contains the Prince, the Inferno Tower, the Barbarian Barrel, the Miner, the Poison, the Snowball, Bats, and... The Spear Goblins. So, Joe. Tell me how to use order to bring chaos to my opponent.
1: Yeah, man. So, this deck is an incognito version of a minor chip-style deck. Ooh, good choice. It is, at heart, a minor poison chip deck. The normal way to play the deck is to minor poison chip kill whatever they throw down and block your miner cycle the spirit goblins cycle the bats cycle the barbarian barrel cycle the snowball rinse and repeat baby this deck is not difficult to play in the sense that the way to play it is chip cycle minor poison cycle minor poison cycle minor poison right (laughs) the problem with this deck is when you need to kind of step back When you need to take the step back and defend, slow things down, have the order and not the chaos. Right. The order with this deck is the defensive capabilities. You've got the poison if you need it, because that's really your only main source of AoE damage. You do have the snowball, but in most situations, the poison is really going to be like your go-to. The problem with using the poison on defense is that you need it for chip damage on offense. So that is like plan Z, okay? Right. Your two main cards for defense are quite simply the Inferno Tower and the Prince. The Inferno Tower is going to be the driving factor that just deters everything. And as long as you can utilize your small troops, whether they are your bats or your Spear Goblins or your Snowball or, like I said, the Prince, to, you, know, if you if you need that one tanky unit in order to just kind of hold something back for a little bit longer, True. you've got the Prince to be able to do that. A lot of times what I see players do is they use the Miner as a defensive card. Two things that are wrong with that. One, if you use the Miner, it is a little bit tanky in a sense, but it's not the most effective use of the card. You instead can use the Prince, which is much more tanky, has much more defensive capability, and has a much better offensive counter push than the Miner would. The Miner, if you sacrifice him on your side of the arena... You might as well... It's just that card is a dead card. Right. Not only is it dead on your side, but it offers no value on the other side. The second thing is that you lose the ability to do what the card does, which is chip, chip, chip on the tower. You don't then have the ability to kill a elixir pump if you need to. You don't have the ability to just mine or poison and get the, ta- the the tower damage plus the troop damage when they drop their troop to defend. You need to be able to play this deck slowly In the sense that it's kind of methodical. And that's why it's order and chaos. It's not hard to play, but every card has a very specific purpose. And if you play something either out of order or you play it to do defensive things when it really should have been used to do offensive things, you're going to find a very huge lacking in damage on the tower of your opponent. This deck is a one tower win deck. Like, you need one tower in order to win. Right. Right. The reason why is because it might not seem like this deck has a lot of defensive capabilities, but it has everything you'd need for defensive capabilities. The Inferno Tower and the Prince and those small, annoying troops like the Bats and the and the Spear Goblins are just so annoying. Plus the Snowball. Right, but the, the, the point that I'm trying to make with, with those other small cards is that your opponent no longer has the ability to zap all of them. Right. Right? If they try and reset your Inferno Tower, well, now they can't kill your Bats. If they try and reset your Inferno Tower, well, now they can't stop your Prince's Charge, right? I mean, this deck is very well-rounded. The problem with the deck is if you just start throwing cards down, <laughs> yeah, then it's just chaos. And that's why the name of this deck is so good, because you need to have order... With the chaos, in order to make the deck function. If you just play it chaotically, I promise you you'll lose 100% of the games. If you play it too orderly, and you, you just don't have the offensive threats, you're gonna lose because every single time you're not gonna have any damage. Um, you need to find the mixture of the two in order to be able to play this deck methodically, and really take advantage of your opponent's maybe over aggressive pushes. Defend them well with all the cards that we just talked about, mm-hmm. and then boom, baby, you're going on that offensive counter push with that prince. Some, some good old-fashioned minor chip damage, it overwhelms your opponent. I love it. I love everything about it. This is a fantastic deck. I can assure you it will take a little bit of time to kind of get used to the style. Minor chip, minor poison decks are not simple to play um, in, 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 in the sense that it's a very um, unique style of play. But once you figure out what works and what doesn't, and trust me, you will see it very, very
0: quickly. <laughs> you will see, oh, mm, that didn't quite work so well. Right. You just never do it again. And on top of that, the new Trophy Road will make it less frustrating to try. Because you're never going back. Right. You're, once I you're there. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. I ain't going back. There's <laughs> uh, Bad Boys too, right? Yeah. 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 It's a good movie. Such a good movie.
1: <laughs> so that's pretty much it. Hope you guys enjoy the deck. Take a few times. Figure it out. Play a couple times. I hope you get some good wins with this. And after you do figure it out it becomes comfortable, you're going to climb that Trophy Road. A bada
0: bada boom. Abada, Abada, Abuma. (laughs) So good. Um, And that's it. We actually got some patrons this week. Yeah, we did. New patrons! New patrons! A huge shout out to Louis T. and William. That's right, man. Louis
1: and William, thank you guys so, so much for donating your hard-earned money to support Rob and I so that we can continue to deliver fresh, fun, and family-friendly content to our listeners.
0: We truly appreciate it. Bada bada. Boom. Boom. And that's it, man. We uh, we don't have anything else. We knocked it out of the park, dude. We did. It's like right over... The wall? The wall. It right. would be the wall, right? It, it is the wall. I mean, it is a wall. Well, typically, like, it could be a is fence. Is it called something? You know, like, depends on what... Man, you're supposed to be my fortune, you're supposed to help me here. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got it. I yeah. got it. Ready? Ready? Yep. Ready. Ready. Oh, you nailed it. Now we're done. Uh, If you would like to join our Discord, you can do so by going to castroyalepodcast.com slash Discord. You can talk to us, you can talk to the community, and you can join our clans. That's right. And as always, if you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, you can do so by using the handle at Podcast Royale. Right. And as we always say, the number one way you can help us reach more people is to leave us a review on iTunes. But also, if you use any other podcasting app that lets you like, heart, subscribe, rate, comment, or review, please do it on that platform because it will definitely help us out on that particular platform. And last but certainly not least, a huge shout out to clnsmedia.com for hosting our show on their site. If you're looking for the most recent episodes, you can find them there. And if you're looking for other podcasts, you can also find them there as well. And that's it, man. Episode eighty three in the books. In the a uh, books. In the a uh, books. In, in the a uh, fortune books. cookie. In the a uh, books. Right. Abada bada.
1: Abada bada aboma. <laughs> so, uh,
0: I, I don't even know what to do with you sometimes. That's right. See, I don't even think you know what to do with you sometimes. Welcome to my world. Also, also right. Also right. <laughs> Ah, All right. Well, I literally have nothing else. So we will see you next time for another HodgePodge of Everything. HodgePodge of Everything. Abada-bada. Abada-bada. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Bye. Bye.